ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, welcome to the most amazing interview show on the Information Superhighway! Now zooming to you live and simultaneously from two secret studio bunkers in dual time zones located somewhere south of Alaska, east of Area 51, north of Guantanamo. And if I give you one more clue, we'll all be in deep trouble. It's the amazing twin namesakes separated at birth, the two most famous guys not in witness protection. It's Coffee with Jim and James! Good morning, LinkedIn community. Welcome to another fine episode of Coffee with Jim and James. Wait a minute, before we get started, where's my shovel? Where's my backhoe? I have palm trees to plant, I have fences to put in, but the most important tool I need before I get started is this, my cell phone. Because why? Who am I gonna call? No, it's not Ghostbusters, it's 811. Always call 811 before you dig, and that's a great intro into our exciting episode today, but before I do that, my brother in arms, the person that picks me up every morning, Mr. James Cross is here. Sir James, how are you this fine and beautiful morning? Man, it it is hot here in Texas, Jimmy. I, I don't know, I don't know how warm it is. I know you live in Florida. You you, you can run out to the beach, get in the water. But man, here Wait. in Texas, whew, am I right, Tina? You are absolutely correct. Very hot. Hot. Well, I kind of tipped the cards a little bit, but Tina Sanders is joining us uh, with Texas Eight One One and and the Damage Prevention Council of Texas. And I won't, I won't get into all the titles and, and uh, uh, special accolades that she has, but I'll let her do that because uh, I'm, I'll screw it up. So Tina, how are you today? And, and tell our viewers a little bit about um, how you're involved with Texas 811 and the Damage Prevention Council. Well, sure. Uh, I w- first of all, I wanna thank both of you for inviting me on today. Uh, I am Tina Sanders. I am the damage prevention manager for the Northeast Texas region. Um, I work for Texas 811. Uh, It is the call before you dig, know what's below. Um, Thank you very much, Jim, for making sure that you remind everybody that the very most important tool that you can have at the very beginning of projects is that that phone to place the call. That's right. Um, So I also work with the Damage Prevention uh, Council of Texas. Uh, I am on the board uh, for the for the DPC of Texas. We have 23 um, regional chapters, and so I just kind of wanted to let you know who I am and what I'm here to talk about today. No, that's interesting. Let me let me jump in. I you know I always have those wacky intros, and James puts up with me. Bless his heart. I'll say that. But uh, you know, being serious, eight one one is such a uh, uh, an imperative part to not only being a homeowner, but really what we do in life out in the energy industry. We're putting things in the ground and we need to know what's there. Can you give us a little insight into the one call process uh, from both your side as well as, you know, the consumer side or the contractor side? Sure. So, um, so Texas 811 is the one call notification center for Texas. Um, we are the link between the excavators um, pr- proposed uh, construction, uh, proposed excavation site, their plans to excavate, and us reaching out to the utility operators and notifying them that an excavation project is fixing to take place. So the excavator would make the 811 call or submit a ticket through the portal, and we would, through the mapping that is provided, 
we would be able to pull up the utility operators that have underground utilities in the area, push a notification uh, ticket out to them, and then they would be able to respond either with their in-house locators or a third-party locator to go out and mark the proposed excavation site. So that's just kind of a real quick synopsis as far as what the, what the uh, front side of the one call process is. Okay, cool. Tina, um, we've, for lack of a better word, we've shared the stage a few times at different events. And so I've been blessed to hear you speak on, on um, Texas 811 and various initiatives going on. Some of the terminology that, that uh, is used in our industry, maybe some people, especially more in particular to uh, damage prevention, uh, some of our people may not be 100%. Uh, you know, aware of some of those terms. So things like white lining and potholing and daylighting, things like that. Uh, can you just give us a high level view of what that looks like and uh, define those terms and everything for us? Sure. So let's let's talk really quick about white lining. Um, uh, and, and it really is your first step to the 811 process. It is uh, excavators, white lining or they can and and this is a cga definition it's to mark the proposed excavation site with either white paint flags or stakes or a combination of those um, and getting out there and doing that before you make the call to 811 or submit a one call ticket and it takes the guesswork out of where is the excavation site going to be and so that that is it as the quick synopsis of what what, what lining is and um, as far as the potholing and daylighting goes, um, it is once the, the proposed excavation site has been whitelined and once the utility operator has gone out there and, and put paint or flags on the ground, um, you know, there is a, a tolerance zone that is added. It's 18 inches on either side, uh, plus half the diameter of the underground utility. Anything within that tolerance zone, no mechanized equipment can be used. So when we talk about potholing, we talk about getting in there um, and potholing to expose or daylight the underground utility and there'll be what potholing will tell you is it'll tell you the, the, uh, the horizontal or vertical uh, location of the underground utility um, it's going to tell you what type of utility it is it'll, it'll give you the depth of the utility so once you've exposed it uh, one of the things that we we also make sure that we remind excavators is go ahead and reapply that tolerance zone 18 inches and half the diameter of the underground utility on either side. And then again, you wanna make sure that you use hand tools within that tolerance zone area. But it, by exposing it, um, they, the excavator can actually see the underground utility. They know what they're doing. They know what they're working around. And so those are two things beyond just making the 811 call that's really important in the excavation community. Tina, I got a question along those lines also. So, so as a homeowner, you know, from the other side, right? Um, I'm just, you know, this is interesting to me. Uh, as a homeowner, I want to put out, you know, I want to put a new spigot, you know, on my on my home out back, like on the back of my property. It, obviously, you know, run-of-the-mill homeowner may not know terms like white lining, things like that. What are expectations, you know, for a homeowner? Just this is where I plan to put something. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like what? What would what can you expect on the user side when you're not in the industry? 
Well, one of the things that we have uh, within, within Texas 811, one of the things that we have provided as a tool for homeowners is if you're a first time caller or a first, it's your first time to submit a one call ticket, there is a place on there uh, to check so that information can be emailed to you. That kind of breaks the whole process down, okay? And that, and that makes things a lot clearer to homeowners, a lot clearer to first time excavators, maybe if they're mom and pop shops. And then, so that's something that we do provide to them. Awesome. Thing that we do is to explain to them that uh, util uh, underground utilities will be marked up to the property line uh, and or the meter. Um, and of course, if you've got a utility easement, you've got utility operators that will mark within that utility easement. And so those are, that's part of the awareness portion for homeowners that, you know, it's really hard to put that into a, a quick commercial um, but it is part of what we do deliver to them. And it is part of what the information that we do have on our website too. Awesome. It, let me ask you a question about the website. Cause you mentioned portal before portal before. Mm -hmm. And in this day and age, I'm a telephone guy. I'd like to pick up the call or the phone eight one one call, have a conversation with somebody after about 20 minutes, they say, Jim, we have to go. We don't know you. <laughs> Imagine that. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but, um, you know, is there uh, electronic ways for, you mentioned for contractors, and I'm sure know that they're set up with this as a uh, commonplace every day, but for the homeowner, can they do the same type of thing electronically or are they mostly the call in? Well, I mean, it's just really about 75% of the one calls and we do have 3 million one call notifications that come through every year that are called in approximately 15 million plus that are pushed out. Okay. So that gives you an idea of the volume. Uh, approximately 75% of the one call notifications that are submitted are submitted through the portal and we've made it super easy uh, for homeowners to go into the Texas 811 website. And there is a section on there to click for homeowners. And um, so, so like I said, it makes it super easy. You can still have the 25% like you, Jim, that would prefer to speak to someone. And I do get that. I get that often and that's okay. We have, we have fantastic, fantastic damage prevention agents that are ready to take the call and answer any questions. So either way, as long as you're making the call, well, one quick follow-up question. Uh, when you talk to somebody, is it just during normal business hours, Monday through Friday, or is it extended, or what? Uh, no. How long is it? Eight one one manned. So um, Texas eight one one, the notification center is available to contractors, homeowners. It doesn't matter. Uh, twenty four hours a day, seven days a week, three hundred sixty five days a, a year, and that includes any kind of holidays as far as taking the calls. Okay. Um, now there is going to be a couple of things that. You know, we need to remember when you're submitting a ticket that the time frame, the waiting time frame, does not include Saturdays, Sundays, or legal holidays, recognized holidays. So, you know, when you talk about, you know, submit a one call ticket and you've got to give the 48 working hours or two business days, if you are calling on a Friday, just remember your Saturday and Sunday, or if there happens to be a legal holiday, that's going to affect when it will be time for you to get out there and start your work. Gotcha. Tina, we, we at EWN, we're, you know, we have provided online training for a long, long time. And um, I know, I know Texas 811, I'm sorry, the damage prevention. Uh, the, you guys have a no cost damage prevention training 
that you offer online. Can you tell our viewers a little bit about that and how they may be able to utilize that? Sure. So we, as a, a team, the damage prevention team, um, got together, we each selected a day um, of the week. And so there is training every single day of the week. Um, right now we have the, the calendar set up through September. So if they were to get online, it's a one hour, sometimes one hour and 15 minute, depending on how many questions we get. Hey, we're fine with questions, but normally about an hour, hour and 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Um, it is a damage prevention. It's really um, geared towards the one call process. Um, it's geared towards uh, damage, damage prevention, damage investigation, um, what to do in case of a damage. Uh, talks a little bit about uh, chapter 18 and uh, 251, which are the one call laws that govern, uh, you know, one call in Texas. And so those are, like I said, they're free. They don't, I mean, they don't cost anything. We, we have them. Uh, normally we're training about 45 to 50 folks every single time we have a meeting. And we also do the meeting in Espanol. So we do it in Spanish, I think two times a month, which is great because we do have a large, um, a large portion of the excavation that's taking place in Texas those subcontractors may be lim uh, limited English proficiency or English is a second language. And so we don't want the, the, the language barrier to keep them from doing the right thing and to go home safely to their families and to make sure that those lines stay intact and the product keeps running through them. So. Amen. That's great. Yeah. Great. Sir. Um, I well, go ahead, James. I'm sorry. No, nope. I was just going to ask Tina with everything going on, that training sounds really exciting and we've all embraced the whole virtual world. Do you have events coming up or most of your things right now, uh, like online training until we get out of this, this period, so to speak? So as far as event face-to-face -face events, we don't have any face-to-face -face events that we're, we are actually doing. We actually are supporting in, in our East Texas chapter, damage prevention chapter. We actually have a, a Texas Oilfield Angels event. They over in East Texas are still, um, actively having events. They are social distancing, um, but they have a barbecue event that's coming up. And so we, we have provided uh, armbands for them uh, with, they are going to pass on the damage prevention information, you know, know what's below, call before you dig, just a, a just quick synopsis of it. And so that's happening. But as far as us and our team goes, we're still having damage prevention chapter meetings. They are virtual, of course. Um, I have them regionally, so all of my regions get together and we talk about maybe some things that are trending right now. What are some issues that you're having some challenges with? We're having um, utility operator roundtables. We're having uh, locator roundtables, and we're having contractor locate uh, uh, contractor roundtables. And through, we're getting some feedback and um, buy-in and some suggestions from those industry stakeholders so that we can hopefully make some changes within the industry to help them do their job better for the lines to be located faster and to make sure everybody goes home safely. These webinars are just, I mean, those are just a portion. We have workshops that we're still doing. We're bringing in folks to talk about H2S. We're having, actually I have an individual be talking about the procedures, the proper procedures for potholing and daylighting. I mean, we talk about it. It's an arbitrary thing, but we actually have someone who is going to come in and talk about it, how to do it. Uh, making sure that if you have a, a lengthy excavation site, that you don't just want to have one test hole, that you want to have several, because if you've worked anywhere around underground utilities, you know those underground utilities do not run in a straight line, and they don't 
the same depth. So those are some of the things that we're doing. Um, we've got a, um, a rural outreach uh, initiative that we're going to be doing with uh, Texas Ag Extension uh, along with the wildfire and then a big homeowner outreach push. So there's lots of stuff going on right now. It is not stagnant for us at all. Tina, I'm going to go off script. You ready? You scared? No, not at all. It could mean anything. It could uh, be anything. The last couple of episodes I've ended with this, and I want to ask you something similar. And that we we are surround. We've we've been involved in Texas-based events for a long time, Jim and I both. Uh, so so we run across a lot of folks from Texas 811. A lot of people in the damage prevention world in general. Yep. And you you have always been very passionate about what you do and so my question is do you love what you do i absolutely love what i do in fact my kids whenever the kids are asked you know so so little johnny you know what does your mom and dad do and one oh my mom's a doctor or, you know my mom's a a teacher my mom saves lives is what my kids say and proudly say it so yes i'm passionate. my kids know i'm passionate so yeah, absolutely. And you can see it in your face, too, can't sure. you? Yeah, for sure. That's <laughs> oh, all I you. wanted to know. I should have asked that first. And I could have you right, actually should have told me you were going to ask it. I might have come up with, you know, some oh, yeah. not be any better than what the truth is. So thank yeah. you. Yeah. No, that was from the heart. That was great. Yes. James, any, any final thoughts uh, from you? all I had, really. That was all I came for. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I just, I told Tina earlier in the, in the pre- the pregame to this call that um, the last event I was at actually was an event that uh, Tina and her group put on with, with uh, the Axe people as well. And um, uh, Tina actually introduced me on, the, on my last speaking engagement in the industry before. I mean, it was two weeks later that we went into um, quarantine. So um, that seems like a million years ago. Just, yeah. you know, so uh, uh, proud to proud to have you on here. Glad to to help you give give a a place to preach the gospel. So yes, can't thank you enough. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, Tina, we want to thank you. we want to thank you for joining us today, Tina. Again, everything you shared with us is great information. I hope our listeners learned something today and just take away that one thing: call before you dig or send an uh, uh, electronic message before you dig to the call center. Get it, understand where you can and can't dig. So thank you, Tina, for doing that. It is a pleasure. We can't wait to see you in person, get back to some events. But until then, seeing you like this is uh, the next best thing. You, you brought a smile to this morning, I'll tell you that much. So uh, to, our, to our audience, please connect with Tina. Do that. Um, follow the, you know, go to the website, you know, do all the right things, become informed, educate yourself, do all the good things. And the most important thing, what do we always say? Stay safe, right? Yes. Yes. Thank you. Anyways, we want to thank everybody for watching today. Have a great day. Stay safe. God bless you and God bless our industry. And until next time for Coffee with Jim and James, we bid you a farewell. Thank y'all. Bye-bye.